This is possibly what you could be buying. You don't know. It's a mystery box. Oh, yeah. This could be the NFT. We should <laughs> hit stop what you just and record, it, record a new one. <laughs> the lost episode. That's meta shit. Beeple, eat your heart out. We got you, Beeple. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. My due is already... What is that called? Con, con. You gotta catch that snap. So I'm paying my dues. Yeah. Snap. Oh God, I want them as a uh, sponsor. What's it called? Condensation. They're like he doesn't even know what condensation is. We can't have a do man that doesn't know what the do on the outside of the can is. This is the the sticky water. Do Cold you they make water? Do you think? You know what? Why go down? I was gonna. I I was gonna cancel Go Mountain Dew, racist. Oh really? Early, you got an early jug now? sponsor, jug tutor. Uh, the jug tooting hillbilly. Yeah. He may have been progressive, living in the woods, <laughs> yeah. taking toots out of the jug. You never know, do you? When you see a, you see a burly, dirty <laughs> man. <laughs> you never know if he's like... real progressive or you. Either one, you should steer clear. You don't know if he's real left or real right, but he's never in the middle. Uh, never I love the, the start ne- of that statement because <laughs> it's like you never know with a, an old animated <laughs> like logo whether he's racist or not. I should. We should take him down. Take him it's down. True. You get with that burly. Burly gets you. You go. You default all the worst possible things. With burly bearded. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I think it's geographic. On which way you lean. Yeah, that's it that's, that's not true. that's not a uh, overarching um truth, but say you're West Coast and you see a dirty birdie or a burly dirty. Right? Dirty burly. <laughs> dirty burly. A whirly burly. <laughs> so you're West Coast, you go, I think that guy probably grows pot, likes an in and out burger too much, yeah. maybe. Probably in a band, plays bass in a band. Yeah, yeah. He likes to cook strawberries in his cast iron skillet. But <laughs> <laughs> I love how specific it is. It's like that is that guy. But you go a little farther. You go east and south. You see a burly, dirty. You yeah. maybe you, maybe right to carry. Unless you right, unless you need a plug of meth, you just keep on walking. Yeah. Oh, that would be so good, meth. In dip form, just how <laughs> right. rotten meth already just just the sheer smoke, the evaporated, yeah. the the vapor of the toxic drug. Can you imagine just popping that baby lip? It would eat through the just people just, with floppy lips, just mm. all, like a greasy band aid over your meth dip oh, hole. Oh no! That's because that's the quickest fix, and it's just oily from your own greasy, dirty face. Can I ask this? If it's like the bottom of a pizza box. Yeah, oh, I keep thinking, yeah, like like a like a cow's ear that's been clipped. Um, when you decriminalize all drugs, meth, yeah. meth. Yeah, I feel like you got to. You got to put it in there. It's that like it's like Germany in 1950 or Berlin in 1950. You got your zones, like we're letting it go. Yeah. We're letting you go. So you enjoy it. Enjoy your meth. (laughs) Enjoy your corporately made poison, which they somehow managed to make even more poisonous. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Enjoy it because once you're gone, 
meth has probably gone to. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. If if they um, decriminalize all drugs, the Sacklers will get a hold of methamphetamines and, and add. You could make it worse. Yeah, they'll add talcum powder to it or right, yeah, some horrible like, filler, eggshells. Because they got a warehouse full of that tainted Johnson and Johnson talc. Right. They've been saving. They just dust it with that cancer talc. Yeah, they'll have all these extra vaccines left over, and they're like, just let them congeal in the sun and bind no, no. our aspirin with it. Don't squirt them. You got to crush them in the needle so the glass is in there. Oh, God. Oh, I got this my- This is like a prison lunch hit. I got my first shot. This baby's 50%. Tuesday. 50%? <laughs> whatever. Did you whatever have to means. go to the- the library? Did you have to do that trek? Or oh did, my god, I haven't even seen you in, in a longer. Oh, I got so many. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. So, here's my vaccine journey. Are you ready? Okay, you ready nice. to go down the I'm path? I've, I've got the buckle in. Alright, alright. Welcome so, to Jerk Practice Podcast. You're about to go on a vaccine journey. Yeah, let me take you. I'm Hans. I'm Casey. Listen, look, you can hear my dry hands as I crinkle them together. <laughs> How crazy. Um, let's see if I can make this, let's see if I can make this roller coaster coast. So my birthday was last week. Yes. Oh my God. Right? Yeah. Duh. And so I got an email about three weeks ago from the public library down here. That means a million people got the same email saying, Hey, yeah. this location, this rural, cause they're trying to vaccinate rural. Is that over under how many people in South Carolina, <laughs> not to besmirch the great state <laughs> of South Carolina. <laughs> get the newsletter from the library <laughs> that's true i did probably click would you like to that get could email? be me being would a midwestern like elite emails on liberal speakers <laughs> on boycotted speakers i might have clicked yeah fill me in um would you like to get emails when the new anti-trump book is out they have a whole <laughs> yeah. you ever been have you been to the library and seen the section of i think maybe Not since corona Oh, we yeah. We used to go to the library in our neighborhood. All the time, right? Yeah. Because um, they had a cool kid section with stuff. Oh, you know what? That's not fair. I was going to say, there's been more books written about Trump which than any president How many of I them were his of. family? Right. I feel like that right. niece of his is just, just cranking her like the hits keep coming. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? Write a yeah, fucking book. Hey, you want to write a book? Your uncle didn't leave you any money. You want to write a book? Yeah. Yeah. Was he a child molester? Sure. I don't know. Why not? It's like yes. Screech. They're like, hey, Screech, you're broke. All right, Zach Morris was gay. You know, like, <laughs> they don't <laughs> exactly. care. It's, it's really cheap to buy someone off. It's just like, can you say this to sell a book? Yeah, fuck yeah. Uh, but I can't write. No, you're not going to write it. It doesn't have to. We got <laughs> this guy behind me, Hans, is writing it already. Yeah. He already he, typed in Zach it. Morris is gay. He put, All you got to do is say it. He's got to put his Wee Man biography on the shelf, and he's <laughs> writing on Screech. Um... Uh, da, 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 library. All right. Yeah, that is a fair assessment. Anyway, so I get this email and let's say many, many, many other people probably got this email that says, yeah. hey, these two locations on March 16th, which is my birthday and March 25th are going to be open from this time to this time for walk-ins. And they hadn't had that yet. Really, walk-ins um, for the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. You go, mm. Mm, lick my chops. One shot? A single shot? The one one a off? J&J? &J? Yeah. Um, anyways, I'm like- You want him to get it in a book, like a hollowed out book? You're oh, at the yeah. library? Come this way. <laughs> come here. It's in this book. This uh, Nixon. Come here. Come to the Nixons. <laughs> uh, the Nixon uh, wing. <laughs> there's a- uh, What a sad conservative. Just, you don't trust the Nixon. No, thank you. Nixon wing? 
you either got Nixon haters or Nixon lovers. I don't want to. I don't want to associate with either because you don't yeah, get a medium-bodied really... Nixon man or woman. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's either your Roger Stone. He's tattooed on <laughs> the small of my back. Or you're the prairie gentleman. Like, right, exactly. If it yeah. was allowed to duel, I would duel this man in the prairie. Sure. And we would leave Milhouse's bones to the coyotes. Um. Oh, all right. So I see this email like three weeks prior to when it's available. Real quick, they the reason they're at these two locations, they're rural areas about an hour away mm-hmm. from where I live. One's called One place was Hollywood, South Carolina. Oh, mm-hmm. it ain't. It's a different kind of Hollywood. Sure. Some, like burly, some burly whirlies yeah. in there. Yeah, bur- um, very, extremely rural. And then the other one, I forget, the 25th. So I see it and I go, yeah, fucking right. Yeah, I'm going to, no way. Think about it, This was almost four weeks ago. Now you're here in like South Carolina in three days. It's open to 16 and up. You go get, go do it. Get your vaccine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but this was still like, I was like, nah, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to go wait in line forever. And then it slowly chips away. And then I read something that, South Carolina has more vaccines than people. One of two states, South Carolina and Mississippi, have mm-hmm. more vaccines than people that want to get them. I'm like, all right, that, that kind of flies. Okay, um, yeah. Let me get mine. So I was like, it's my birthday. You know, kind of do some fun stuff in the morning. I'm like, Meg, I'm gonna drive out there. I nobody's yeah. gonna show up for this. Everybody either thinks everybody either doesn't want it. Uh, nobody mm-hmm. wants to go this far out. That isn't already out there. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. wants to go to this mm-hmm. random library in the middle of nowhere. Three, did I already say, no, no, but everybody thinks it's already going to be so busy. Why would I even yeah. try, right? I'm not going to drive an hour. No fucking way. Yeah. I get there and it the library converges on a four-way intersection, kind of. And each intersection is a half a mile back just to in the car. So I'm like zipping. I was like, no traffic. I was like, this is great. And then each gate. I was in, and then, and then it was, I was trapped in too. I was locked uh-huh. in yeah. car on the other side. Right. So you're not turning around really. You got to make it work. You so can't just say, I'm going to get a soda and hit the road again. This is what's the best part. There's no way I'm getting it, but I'm in line. I can't get out and whatever, whatever. I got yeah. nothing going on. A sunny day. But as soon, 10 minutes after I'm stalled and stuck, I got to pee and I can feel it coming on. And it was one of those, by the way, if you got, if you think you got to go before you leave, just, just go, just try, push, push it. And I'm like, even if it's up here, just tell your brain, I tried you asshole. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta, this is going to be bad. Like I can just feel it. So I'm like, I look around i'm like stuck and i'm like i don't know what to do and all i see is there's this liquor store that is half ply boarded up and i'm like all right that's there but so i'm waiting i'm waiting and i start seeing people get out of their cars and go in there that are waiting and they come out two seconds later and i go oh i know why they're going in there and that's I know the answer. That, that's a big thumbs down. So it like starts building and building. You could I'm buy a, this bottle of scotch and empty it out and then pee into it. Well, if I was like, like, I don't even think they're letting people buy because I. That's what I would have done. I would have just. Uh, you know. <laughs> just, oh, I never thought about that. Buy and then just take toots uh, right. while you sit. I'm not driving. Right. But it's getting worse. I'm about an hour in now, and it's getting really bad. About an hour 20 in, this is 
danger territory. About an hour, seeing people go in and come right back out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> about an hour thirty in on the back. Excuse me. <clears throat> we have one of those sun visors up for Ruby. Grab yeah. that sun visor, put it on the driver's side <laughs> window. But I don't have it. All I got is a empty, sharp seltzer can or whatever. Like that's not gonna cut the way I gotta go. That's not gonna cut it. I got I got more than twelve ounces in me. (laughs) Keep it in mind, I got a guy to the left. You know, as I (laughs) weasel something up, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. So I go. I'm like, hail Mary. I go in my glove box. I when I have disposable um, mass, I put them in a Ziploc bag, and I date it so I save it for ten days, and then I feel like it's good to use again. So, and I, just like an emergency, I told the story yeah. six months ago when I had to wear a, you know, a spa like a towel around underwear, my yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I got these masks and I was like, I got to pee in this Ziploc bag. <laughs> so I pull this Ziploc bag out. <laughs> I got the visor up. I, <laughs> I'm wearing jogging pants, <laughs> jogging pants down, like halfway to my knees. Down. <laughs> and then I shove the bag in under the jogging pants and then under the underwear and try and put a seal around my Johnson and Johnson and I just like gotta let a little go and instantly I'm like "Ah." (gasps) and it just instantly all splashes right back out so I'm just (laughs) sitting in this puddle of piss but I still have a bag of piss piss. and and all it's done is relieved five seconds of this bladder but I'm like all right and now I'm going I'm in line for this vaccine your bladder's like why and I'm in I'm in so yeah, I have a back like harness gurney like to keep my like posture straight. So that's all <laughs> I got because I don't have anything else. So I shove that in like a tampon to dry this urine. <laughs> and so I'm sitting on this, and I'm trapped in here. And I'm what? But it's like relieved it enough. And now I'm like two hours in, and it's back with a vengeance. Right, and I'm just remember like, me. That's it. I was like, that's it. I get out of the car. I go, guys, we're not moving. I'm going into that liquor store. And I go in and instantly, right? Thumb, they're like, nope, thumbs down. I go, this is not going to end well. I got $10. I'm going to give this to you. Please let me use the bathroom. And they're like, we don't have one. I was like, you got one. Bullshit. I'm so sorry. But if not, it's in the parking lot. I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's it. Like, I'm really in pain. Yeah. I was in pain at this point. I could piss on my pants. Yeah. Um, so they can see you're the, finally the he's, like, stain. he's like, he's like, our fucking right. Takes me. And they right. They don't have a bathroom. I went through their storage room. I went through a hallway that's part of like this weird abandoned strip mall down another, mm-hmm. like into like a little corner, which is just a toilet with nothing around it. Like they did not have Got a customer it. bathroom. But so it is like, yeah, I didn't. Re- yeah, they're part of a strip mall complex. Right. Like, like they don't have the it. infrastructure. Yeah. And that's I didn't even shut the curtain. I was like, thank you. <laughs> I just, just pulled down a piss. And I went out. I like, Ten bucks. The guys were cool enough. I was like, thank you very much. They were like, keep your money. So I did. And <laughs> I put it on the counter. They pushed it back. Probably because it smelled oh, like urine. You, you Probably because it was a little little wet and stinky. Hold on to it. Like, <laughs> it's one of those things. Like, you set it down so they could take it yeah. and not, like, uh, no, pull it from my fingers, please. <laughs> right. uh, and then, so I get back in my car, and now I see people getting out of their car and walking. And I was like, you fucking 
risky no. scumbags. They're like, I'm just getting out of the car. They probably have two people in. They're like, you just go get yeah. it. Right? So yeah. people getting out of the car, I see them walking because they're going to walk, circumvent this traffic, and just go in and get in whatever just standing line there is. Yeah. Right? And now I'm two and a half hours in. These people start coming back and they're like, nope, nope. So that was my vaccine experience. Drive, drive home. Pissy jogging pants, bag full of urine. Story for the podcast. Um, and then you didn't bring the bag of urine with you into the liquor store. <laughs> see, you see, this is an emergency. <laughs> um, and then of course, two days later, uh, a few yeah. days later, no problem booking an appointment. Oh, okay, I can go here with an appointment, no problem. And here's the vaccine. Have you? Have you? I don't know what's going on in Ohio. I know you certainly qualify. You would qualify down here in South Carolina as working in a restaurant. I think it opened if it doesn't if it hasn't opened yet. I know last week was forty plus. So yeah. I think this week is the just everybody the larger expanse. Uh, and I know it's still hard to get because our buddy Mitch talked was talking. He came over last night and he had said he. Was able to get it, but he had a it's very sort of similar situation to yours. The CVS he went to, he walked in and there was an obese woman yeah. laying on the floor. <laughs> oh, no. Not like crying in pain. Like he was just like, wait, what? Like wasn't asking for help. Right. No one was helping. Cognizant. Just popping a squat, I guess. And then. A woman at a register wearing a gold hood. Hmm. And just, he was like, where? Is she the one who gave the shot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's the, that, uh, that, yeah. So. But he was saying something similar to like what you said, like, especially in more rural places. Because um, he was saying, because his sister lives in Cleveland, that yeah. it's still pretty much super hard to get. Right. Or, yeah. And people yeah, can't get city. it in the city. And he's from a, a, a sort of like the county seat in a in a county in super rural southern Ohio. Okay. So he was like telling people, hey, go to these places. Sure. Like look at a voting map. Any rural county that's red, find the county seat city and go there. You can probably get it if you show up today. Sure. And I yeah. was like, oh, yeah, duh. That seems like a ingenious way to do it if you have the time yeah if you got the time to get out and you really want it you can but anybody can get it here now now it took me a couple tries because there's like a vaccine vaccination locator like south carolina centralized Mm -hmm. system that like sends you to a place that has a list of places to try so i got signed up uh i had to like cycle it took a few days and then finally i found an open appointment and i went and the way they talk about the vac, like exactly like the vaccine is like, you know, it's they're going to take you through this string of questions and this. Mm-hmm. And I went in there and they're like, like, how do you qualify? But it was like on a cocktail napkin. You just check. Sure. Like I had proof and all this stuff of how I qualified. They don't care. And then um, I would say a less than doctorly individual. Snagged me, took me to a room in a corner, and basically I was like, she's like, you got any questions? I was like, this is the Moderna shot, right? She's like, no, it's Pfizer. I was like, oh, it said Moderna on the... She's like, they just put they just put that. And I was like... Just throw it all in a drawer. I was like, great. 
And she's like, any, she literally said this as she was, she said, any other questions as she had the shot already ah. in my eye. Any other questions? And it was in. I was done. I was like, um, too late, I guess. No. Uh, okay. And then she's like, they say wait 15 minutes, but you can go. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Good great. Um, so, yeah, I got my shot and I got a sore throat. For, that was my treat for 48 hours, but I didn't feel feel too bad. Other than that, man, you, baby. Do you go back to the same place to get I the am. Second I'm one? already scheduled. I'll go back there on. Got it. So it's a, not in a like couple weeks. That Wild West where they're like, just get it and then get the second one whenever. Well, you want. no, that's the other thing she said. I was like, what? she's like, because this, uh, they scheduled you for the Moderna and that has a different time gap than, mm-hmm. uh, than the Pfizer. So technically, you're supposed to go at this time. And I was like, but I'm scheduled for this time. She's like, yeah, if you want to get it at the right time, just go to like, oh, I was at a Walgreens. Excuse me. She's like, book it at like a CVS and not like a Walgreens because you're already booked here. And I was like, all right, America. I love America. how thorough everyone is with this. This yeah, is really is giving me so, such a vote of confidence. That was the concerning thing is like, like, yeah, I mean, what you should be con- potentially concerned about is that they created a vaccine in five months and it uses alien technology, uses the mother box. Yeah, right. But. Um, but I'm more just like, I didn't see her like at a tattoo parlor. I didn't see her take the needle out of the wrapping. If you know what I mean? Oh, she gave it the old bartender. I don't know. I didn't see it. Like I said, she said, any other questions? She got me from behind. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope that was like, I like this is our Walgreens needle. This is our Pfizer needle. (laughs) This is our Moderna needle. (laughs) And I don't know which one's which. I put it in Coke. Do you see what Coke does to nails if you leave them in the Coke? <laughs> I'm sure it kills Corona. Uh, yeah, Coke shot. Oh, man. But uh, I feel uh, I feel 55% vaccinated. <laughs> That's where I'm at. No mask. I, I usually feel about 55% most yeah, I think times. Right. I got a hot, got a couple hot looks. I was like, I don't know. What do we t-? Like, I'm trying to wait until the people that need it get it. i was like nobody down here fucking wants to get it i get it i don't care yeah that makes sense i mean if you get, get it and you can get it get it if like, i was it. a turd and knew i was a turd i'd be like yeah. i'd feel guilty but i have no yeah. um, right you're, i have no you're not one of those it. like like i read the story about like the canadian millionaires that went to the like <laughs> the native canadian like the inuit villages in like oh. super northern canada like in the yukon territory and we're like sk- literally skipped everyone just like we're rich bitch give it right yeah i there's course. a difference yeah it's just i, I heard something i th- so th- i qualified like a week and a half ago and i had that same thought i was like i'm gonna give because other people on my list were that's when they jumped it to 55 and up it's like i'm gonna give it a week mm-hmm. For the, cause that was the first yeah, one. Yeah. And then it was, um, workers in agriculture, mm-hmm. um, restaurants, bars, all that stuff. You got to be around people. Yeah. 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 Um, so like, I'm gonna give it a week for those 55ers and then I'm going to get you my ass in gear. You got it. You learn how to use the internet. You monk, you jerks, uh, you, mon- <laughs> you, you monk jerks. You have the internet on the phone in your pocket that you um, don't know how to use. But what was it after that? Oh, but then I heard somebody from the CDC that was just like, if you want to lie to get it, just get it because people aren't getting it. Like, she didn't say lie. That's not fair. She said, if you want to use 
interesting means to get it. Just get it. Because any, sh- any shot logic. is a good shot. Because those people aren't going to get it. And at least if you get it and they're going to still be around you, maybe. No, I know yet. Like, maybe you're not going to give it to them. Yeah. Mm. Right. They're going to get sick if they want to get sick. Like, what do you think? What What do you think? What are the What's the over under? Speaking of that, we got a. Uh, what's that Will Smith movie? Everybody got a crazy vaccine and we'll all get it a year and a half i am legend we're gonna get legended i don't know it's 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 an interesting time yeah because i think it's july 1st is the official date when the cdc has a ruling on these vaccines (laughs) really i didn't know that because the vaccines are out now under the auspices of a um, emergency act. Yes. Yep. And the only reason they could put them into production is if there is no other solution. Right. So it's sort of like, is that why they were bagging on shit like hydroxychloroquine and zinc and other like lower end remedies because if those exist they couldn't do make they couldn't make the they would have have had to have wait till july 1st right to either a get the thumbs up or b get the thumbs down so that's the thing i don't know so let me july 1st is the day like it's possible but let me give you an over under on the news on july 1st that if this Biden said by July 4th, everybody could be partying. Party, so I don't know if that's a good party or a fucking here's like, the ruling barbarians at the gates party tomorrow. The CDC finds out that these vaccines that people are going to lose their legs. Right. Here's the ruling yep. on July 4th. This shit's safe as safe can be. There is no chance that they've pushed in a vaccine the way they have. Right. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not saying things aren't going to. There's no right, way. That when they find out this thing is real bad, they don't go, yeah, it looks good. looks good. Because the earth will burn. Right. No, exactly. Like, yes. So there is a, like, I guess July is when it's official. That, like you said, they're going to say, it's great. It's great. Sure. Keep it up. Keep it up. Because, you know, Trump and Biden got the Coca-Cola. We got the vaccine. They got a Diet Coke punch. Oh, yeah. Like, there are those, like, I, like, those pictures of, like. People getting it with the cap is still on the needle. <laughs> like, it's just the shit. It's oh, like, it. either get it or don't. Yeah. If you're going to take the photo, you should probably be getting it. Oh, or get it, just throw some vitamin C in that thing. Yeah. Yeah, pop a little vitamin C. Pet me up. Give me a little pet. Yeah, that's the thing they've come out with now. That somebody's come out with that now people are like, yeah, I guess it's okay. That hydro, they're like, yeah, hydroxychloroquine kind of worked pretty well with people. But. Well, and that's sort of the. It's just like, because we're we're not far enough out yet. Yeah, we won't. I, and that's the thing we won't know for a decade. Oh, or more, for, right. Sort of like what actually happened. But there's also the the thought of why are countries like Africa and India with such huge populations? Why are their COVID numbers not matching like the UK or right, the US? Right. So people think it is possibly because of the anti-malarials that they take on the reg. Oh, sure. Sure. Has, uh, but we, again, we Builds won't know out. because the it's science, so it takes, right. you know, scientific method, time, time and, to find out. And, like, as soon, and as soon as 
they get to like as soon as they're like here's our science we want to get a vaccine made stick it in people they're going to be like let's just i'm done can we look at can we get back to herpes simplex b research i'm coroned (laughs) out all right we'll get to the research this is early century anyway people already forget early century stuff forget it yeah we still got a 60s we got a rebel without a cause 50 2020 2021 what are we 2051 what are we 2021 2021? 2000 yeah i got the vaccine loop people forget this is the macarena of the 20 early 2020s it is i mean how many people had heard of the uh spanish influenza that killed way more people than coronavirus I was familiar with it because I'm a American history nerd. Nobody, sure, I would say the average. You learn about it. Maybe this isn't fair, but I think the average Joe did not hear about that in school or even no. higher education. That she killed like six million people. Right. That's like a specialized. It's which is funny because you learn about the Black Plague. Like, why would you not learn about something so much more recent? Black Plague of your own country. I got the world at large, but I have an idea. A history um, that dates back that far. We don't got enough. You need filler. You know what I mean? Uh, Or no, no, is that fair? You need filler. You don't have any filler. That's it. So like, ah, what do we got for what was Black Plague? Thirteenth century. They're like. Yeah, sexy dark ages, dark ages. Like, we don't have enough record. Black plague. Let's focus on the black plague for a week. But then you go modern era. Then you go twentieth century. You're like Da Vinci. We got World War One. We got World War Two. We got airplanes. It falls between like anybody going to watch the sea? Like a a little tiny, like it's happening between two sexy chapters. Like. Nobody Why talks we got turtles. This, we got the America train rolling, baby. We beat yeah. German one. Let's let's do it. This is Rocky two now. We got the Red Scare. You got the Russians. Come on, Spanish flu. What does that take place in Spain? No thanks. Let's call it the Chicago flu. Maybe we'll talk about oh, it. Yeah, the Iowan flu. I think it was. It was like a Midwest. It was basically like. Forget about it more. Some dopey farmer fed a pig his old bait, his bait back fat, and then the pig sneezed in his face. And then he made out with a man. Ooh, and that's where you got the Spanish that... flu. Because <laughs> he got too accustomed to making out with all of these European trollops. He comes home to the farm and there ain't no, no action around. That's true. I wonder if a lot of. A I think it I think World the, War I Yeah. I think that's what they think it was brought back. The US jumping in to save to quote unquote save the day so late. Yeah. So you jump into this soup of humanity pool, right. and people have been like living and dying. So they jump into a petri dish. Yeah, that's true. Win the war. Like canoodle and mingle with soldiers and women and things and then come home so they think that i that makes that's sense. what it was it's like it was happening in europe but europe was so depleted from war it's like i don't you died of the like, flu fuck it at least it wasn't a bomb yeah it wasn't big bertha you didn't drown in a trench and they were super yeah they'd already had like the, the they had the old world war one fatigue but then like you, you come home the, and 
you're the hero, yeah, yeah, and then you just. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Let's do a little. I whip uh, those Jerry's. Don't worry about Charleston. Um. Uh. Oh, but they were super irresponsible. Like all these people started. Like it was so apparently so apparent they're like this whole battalion that's in close quarters in this one area of the trench they're all getting the flu and dying they're like i don't know put them with the other battalion <laughs> they're just like uh, didn't know the other mitigation or like yeah they were just like my foot know. is rotting off my body because oh. of a fungus world war one, i would man. pray for the flu give me right. the flu give me the, i sure i got the flu i got it they're like the flu Go give it to the Germans. You're not going home. They didn't let anybody no. off off the and trench then, for leave. Right after that, you're like, yeah, great. I get to have Christmas with the Germans. Fan fucking tastic. <laughs> Christmas with the enemy. <laughs> yeah, that's what we're people all dying talk about. Like, how many soldiers they talk about? What is it? The uh, the the Christmas break or whatever. The Christmas cease. Yeah. Um, they played soccer only the the fresh. Probably, you know, the like freshies. the, the Americans, that's how they got the flu. Right. Yeah. The guys who were actually in the trench, they were like, are we ceasefire? I am going to take a nap. I'm going to take a nap. Yeah. You mean they're not going to shoot for, at me for 12 hours? The cacophony of the thunder of fucking guns and stress. Oh, I can sleep for an hour. I can take my and boots not off? have to worry that someone's going to try and eat my fingers because we haven't had an actual fucking meal. They'll think I'm dead because I'm sleeping. Maybe they'll take their boots off and then they'll have to Kevin Costner them back on with a, a they'll have to get the Dances with the Wolves <laughs> boot back on. I went Dances with Wolves recently. You watch it again? Sure. It's on Netflix. Is it? I haven't, I've, I honestly have not watched it since I was a child. Well, if you're from South Dakota, hold you up? are How is required it? to watch Dances with Wolves. Any instance Yes. In fact, I remember an instance where the power went out at the high school, so they made us all go to the middle school, and someone played Dances with Wolves on a one television. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. So as not to send us home. Does it hold up? Kevin Costner can narrate uh, a he bathroom reader. I forgot he narrated it the same way he narrates Field of Dreams. So I was fucking in there i forgot about that because he's kind of narrating it from his diary in retrospect so good um might be questionable depictions i don't know okay questionable depictions sure. couple funny lines beautifully shot a, a side of south dakota you don't oft see when you're living in the center of where we grew up so it's quite yeah. beautiful um yeah it's pretty good Pretty good, long, long. Not, that, yeah. was, that was a Costner cut. The Costner that was a cut. Two taper, they they I put remember, Costner right? cut right out. Oh, it was a double taper, and unfortunately, the tape, the part that was a hard one because that because it stops Wolves, right was, after the Pawnee attack. That first tape ends, and you're like, cliffhanger. Rough. That was Do I go tape yeah. two? Well, it and it's right after because I feel like I had to fast forward so long because Dance with Wolves was on my snack, stack of. Two second nude scenes for mm, entertainment, yes, right? Of course. Yeah, and yeah, this one yeah. was a tough one because I forget the actress who played the love interest who was raised by the Sioux. And what is it like Stands with Fists or something? Right. In, in the movie. Right. Yes, Not her yes, actual yes. screen name. <laughs> Diane Stands with Fists. <laughs> um, that you get a little side 
chest, but you got to be quick because the side chest is quick about on that pause button. Beep. Side, yeah, side, side chest, one point five seconds. Costner buns, thirty seconds. Oh. I mean, a full thirty. A full thirty. That's double when you cheek. go to the, the TV and you draw two nipples <laughs> on the television <laughs> and just dream. Oh man, when Costner ruled the earth. They need a banner, a banner that falls as like the end of Jurassic Park. When Costner ruled, he needs to cut that goatee. And like, why would, why did Costner step away from directing? I don't know. Why is that? I really don't know. Um, And apparently, because he's a good director. And apparently um, the guy, and he won an Academy Award for directing. That's his first movie he directed. And I feel like it's his only one, right? Maybe he did Erp. Maybe he did. Oh, he Erp. may have done that one too. Or the I think that or I something. think that movie broke his heart. That might have been. That was because Costner's heart is in Costner's a, a, a West and nerd. No one likes it. He's an old West nerd. Okay, presidential yeah, oh history yeah. nerds. You're all around American history nerds, but you got some serious old West nerds. There's a couple good oh, podcasts. Man, he out should there. play a Garfield. Wait, or one of the pre-Lincoln presidents. I'd love to see him Cos- yeah, what? do a turn. I don't think he's getting his fair shake, but maybe he's too busy running his casino. He own- He's like the Ted Turner of South Dakota. Doesn't he own like two-thirds of the state? He, I mean, for a while he did. Yeah, he owns a ton of... Think or he a- had a bunch of land and owned a casino where you could go see I've watched his shirt a- from Field of Dreams. A couple episodes, there's a show called Yellowstone. Okay. That he's a part of. That's oh, I yeah yeah. Uh, it's it's great. The episodes I saw at my parents' house were great. They love it. They watch it all the time. It's very what? like, uh, like Succession sort of game, like Sopranos e like uh, gotcha, like a rich guy and his legacy and like fighting with the government and like people. It's it's good. It's got old Costner. Was he, was he in that miniseries for the History Channel? Yes. Hatfield and McCoys? Hatfields and McCoys, yeah, which is great. Yeah. What a... I don't want to jump... I don't know quite enough about... Inter- quite a feud to to become lore. Quite a feud. Yes. Isn't that wild? Again, I think that Ooh. was a, a reason... That was kind of a Black Plague situation, but regionally... Like we just don't, mm-hmm. uh, we don't got enough filler. Just talk about this stupid bout between these. They hate each idiots. other still. To... <laughs> well, if you think about it, like you watch it and they talk about like how it started, and you're like, okay, I can see how that, because you can see why it was like glorified, because it does have that very Shakespearean, sure, of course, like of old course. world yeah, it's a cool story. Like, you besmirched my family. We continue, but it's just like American shit kickers, right? So I feel like it because that the feud continued into I think like the forties. Yeah, it's wild. It's I mean, hold a grudge. You got nothing. I going guess at on. that point you're you're talking about like moonshines. Like you're you're moving into like country Dope. mafia stuff. Yeah, it, yeah. You got you got so money. It moved out of just the territorial of my land. honor into yeah. like get the fuck away from my stills. There's a lot of cool, there's a lot of interesting history surrounding Southern stills and prohibition, which often gets overlooked because you hear about Chicago mob stuff and all that. But what was going on down South? Cause you've got, you got Canadian whiskey coming down, coming from the North 
And obviously you got other stuff coming in from like Cuban stuff, but you got all these stills running in the mountains that are making connections. Oh yeah. And it's kind of like the situation with that amazing, (laughs) it is, but it isn't. Here's how I picture it. There's an amazing X-Files episode where (laughs) you have these um, inbred Appalachian individuals or wherever they are. Don't show it on TV anymore. It's such a good, it is just a great piece of work. It's an amazing episode for anyone who wants to check it out. It's the best, in my opinion, it's the best episode. I think it's just called Home. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so good. Um, But basically it's about this, like, um, what would you call I don't want to offend, I can't. It's about these inbred hilljacks yeah. that go into town and kill people right yeah because the episode starts so it's set, it's set up so mm. well episode opens suit like classic americana like sam lottie looking kids throwing the ball playing a heated game of baseball kid hits a ball deep goes into this tall grass and corn so the kid chases it down and he leans over into this rough hewn grass to pick up his baseball and the earth is bleeding. Oh, yes, that's right. So the episode starts, and then they have a forensic team come in, and they find a child buried right, in the buried, dirt. Yeah. Oh, so they like are like, well, this is, looks like it's murder. And then they do a genetic test, and that's when the X-Files thing starts in, because they're like, his ge- uh, this child's genes? Your DNA is a double helix? This is nearly straight. <laughs> like it is so like that's the x-files twist it's like so this cr- this child is so genetically deficient <laughs> it is a miracle that he even made it oh. to be left in a hole in the ground oh god so then the episode is as they start to peel this onion of like how did this happen where does it go and then there's they have all these great scenes because the like it's like a blue cadillac that only plays old music, rolls into town, and, like, murders the sheriff. Because these people so, like, don't want scholar. that, they don't want to be messed with. Yeah. They're, basically, this child is so inbred, right, that yeah. that's what's going on it genetically. It's dead, been going on forever. Born. And so they just don't want, they don't want their lives impeded. So they just, oh, it's so beautiful. So it's so good because the, the sons are just monstrous. Yeah. Because they are so deficient. So it's like a monster movie in that regard. And it has to do with the family. It goes back to like the Civil War. Mm-hmm. Like it's this gentry family that just keeps marrying. Within. It starts as cousins and then sisters and brothers and then fathers Mothers, and daughters. Yeah. Like, and like <laughs> the best is it's so fucking horrifying because it's a dirty old house, which you still find inside Dakota, like in the middle of a field. Yep. And they go in and it's like, yeah, whatever, spoilers, go watch it. It's horrifying. The mom lives under a bed and her legs are like, she has no they, arms or legs. They pull her out in like a wooden coat so, holder, coat yeah. rack. So they've just been pulling this, their mother out without legs, having sex with her. Sex with her. She, under her, like, she demands it. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's no, clearly the Keep matriarch the of this family. Oh, God, it's so wild. Oh, so uh, anyway, so you got all these. I don't know how we got there. Back to prohibition. You got all these slick Chicago guys making all this money. We're the real deal. We're hot shit. Oh, we got a beat on some booze down in West Virginia, Appalachia. A big shipment. Well, let's go down and make a deal. And then they go down 
and they got to make deals with these guys. And these guys, they think they don't fuck around, but they care about nice suits. These guys... Your city folk. They don't even care about the money, I don't think. They just... Because they don't know what yeah. to do with... They just... I think that's just pride in their... And what they made. Well, if you if you think about like West Virginia in particular, like Southern Ohio and West Virginia, it's all you have these hill people who are hard people. Sure, because to survive in this, you have to you farm what you can farm. They're like dwarves from like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they're hard people, and then you have the like slick city miners come in, and they're like, "You know what I'll do? I'll pay you more. Get a, go leave your farm behind." Come dig in this hole in the earth for me. Right. And I'll pay uh, you. During, so it's just a history of like being taken advantage of. Totally. So it's like, uh, fool me once. You won't get fooled again. I heard this from Ash because she went to college at, in, at Ohio University, which is in Athens, Ohio, which is in southern Ohio, just right. at the beginning of Appalachia, close to West Virginia. And all the towns down there have super French names like Pomeroy, like all of like with the x like Devereux. yeah sh- and oh, part yeah. of that was is when they founded the town they gave it a a hard french name okay and anybody that knows the town calls it Pomeroy. like they call it like super american phonetic because mm-hmm. if you come from if you are a tax agent or a booze agent from the city They're you're going to use the the way we call uh, the capital of South Dakota is spelled Pierre. Right. We call it Pierre. Exactly. So it's that. So if someone rolls into town and they're like, or, or look like, hi, I'm looking for Pierre. You're like, uh, kill that guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants it's just to go like to Pierre anyway. Super classic code. Like, it's so simple, but it's like, yeah. That's brilliant, though. You think you're smarter than me? Fine. Let that be your doom. Yeah, let's, uh, let's put a, put a, uh, a cherry on this Appalachian cake and say, obviously most people that live down there are awesome. And, and even in ho- yeah. historically hardworking, like you said, often taken advantage of often overlooked educationally, economically. So there's mm. all these disadvantages. There's shitty people in every bunch. You drive sure, through Appalachia, course. you can pick out a house and go, okay. And you pick up that other one that awesome. goes, that Confederate flag is wearing a civil war jersey (laughs) i don't trust that house so that's a market there had to have someone's had to have made a civil war jersey (laughs) oh man uh or style of like a a baseball jersey i'm thinking but oversized button up can you have a civil war reenactment reworked (laughs) to be (laughs) a a basketball game to be a pickup game Grays oh, versus yeah. blues, dunks versus chunks. Got the three. Oh, but still got to have the beards though. Of course, hair appropriate, age appropriate hair. Jerseys, South a lot of knee pads, a lot of high socks, short now, shorts. Are the jerseys north wool? That we're going Fab Five. Got to be knit, hand knit. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. By well, Southern Bells. The captains, of course, have the gold buttons, right? Everybody adds their little garnish <laughs> if you got money. It's, I love. Oh man, different time. We live in a time where we uh expect less and accept mm-hmm. less. 
And let me tell you why I'm transitioning from these, you know, if you got the money, you want to show it on your Civil War. If I want the gold shoulderies, I want Mm -hmm. on your Civil War uniform. I want gold or brass buttons. Like I want to, I want to look good. And this is a time where I go to the, my button guy or my, and he's going to make buttons that in 2021, my great, 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 great nephew goes these are fucking civil war buttons like look at give the polish on those put on a keychain yeah still works now i'm transitioning from that because everything today is such fucking garbage case yeah. in point meg and i got a table for our living room oh decent mm-hmm. whatever it's table priced i go okay this is good 100 bucks just a simple round table Got metal legs, wood top. Oh, it looks pretty good. I left a glass of water on it last night, and I took it off today. Table's ruined. Bubble. So I was like, oh, so that's not wood. <laughs> it's. It probably took more effort to put whatever kind book. of thick, fake-looking wood thing over it. Because I thought it was wood. Thick yeah. wood veneer on it over, you know, cardboard it's oh, probably, pet, yeah, pet like- bedding. Particle I was like, are you board. fucking kidding me? Like, it's just, and we're just like, well, that's our table now. I just, I am, everything is so disposable now, and I don't know if we're coming back from it. You know what I mean? Like, I've made a decision. Yeah, you're right. It's, you have to make a conscious decision, and I don't think I've made it good well enough. But I started. I started last week. Mm-hmm. You're in Ohio. There is a company called Homage. It is the mm-hmm. best, mm-hmm. most quality, in my opinion, t-shirt clothing company. It's very casual. They One, yeah. they have like these amazing logos and campaigns and styles of shirts. Those are cool. But just in general, they have a basic section. Or if you're going to get a shirt with the Ultimate Warrior, like you and Ash introduced oh. me to it. And it's just, you can just tell the quality. So last week, after like fucking stacks and stacks of t-shirts, I'm like, I'm going to spend... It's literally like you're spending an extra $20 a shirt. Yeah, but I was just yeah, like, that's yeah. it. I support the company. I know their, um, what's the word? Uh, not history, their ideology. Yeah, Ashley mission went to statement. school with the, right. with the guy who created it. Like, she knows him personally. It's awesome. He has created the best company. They have an awesome mission statement. They have an awesome outlook. And they make the best shit. So there you go. So I was like, I'm just done. I don't need to own 20 shitty t-shirts. That are made in uh, mm-hmm. Appalachia. I need to buy two t-shirts or three t-shirts and I'm good. Made right? in Upper Appalachia. Upper Appalachia. Of course, now I'm going to have three t-shirts with stains because I'm a slob. But I'm just saying. <laughs> and you know what? T- t- from now on, if I got to buy a table, I might be tableless for a month. Because I'm going to save up an extra get an couple hundred bucks. and Because it's just, I'm so sick I, I don't think it's global. I think it's uniquely American. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. With this disposable, garbage, material culture. Yeah. Am I right about I that? I think... No, you're totally right. And I think we're at... It's possible we're at a point where it could break back. You think? Because people, like... uh. Because it's a big thing. It's the the right to repair movement. I don't okay. know if you're familiar with that. I'm not. But it's basically people. They're trying to legislate uh, companies like Amazon and 
Google and Apple mm-hmm. from making things like planned obsolescence. Yeah, sure. So basically the movement is like going back to when you would take things to a repair shop. People right. are like, you need to make products that we are able after purchase to fix. Like you're not allowed to make a phone that just conks out that I can then not get examined. Like That's, now your phone poops right. out, you take it in, they go, it's busted, buy a new one. And you can't inquire any further because A, because the person you're talking to doesn't know anything any more about it than you How other than he's they? wearing a T-Mobile smock. That's so funny you mention it. Um, oh, yeah, real quick. Because people are now, they want to. They're like, oh, my TV's broken. Exactly. Let me pop the back off. Oh, does is it a faulty wire? Like people are starting to peel it back and find out like, why are things breaking and can I fix them? Mm-hmm. And they're getting to the point where they're like, oh, everything we buy most of the time is unfixable by you. On purpose, which is what planned. Yes. I know people that listen to this know, but planned obsolescence is literally making a product with an expiration date. And we're talking expensive yeah. products. We're talking about the computers you and I are on right now. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's so funny you mentioned that because last so week it could break because people are are aware. Certain people are aware, like people are like buying leather shoes again, so right. they can take them to someone who can Cobbler. fix the yeah. sole on your shoe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and buying nice clothes so you can take it to someone a tailor, a tailor or mm-hmm. to fix it. Like oh, right. patch my jeans, mm-hmm. or it's... doing it themselves. Sure. Yeah, I think that's. I, I would love to. I, there's two chances. Either we're going far, far, far I mean, in that I feel like it's Amazon like direction, or it would be amazing if, if exactly like you're talking about. Last week, it's so crazy you mentioned that. Last week, we have an Amazon Fire Stick. We we mm-hmm. um, stream all our shit on it, right? Plug it in the TV. Yeah. It's a little stick. You got your Netflix. You got all your shit. Uh, we've had it for a year and a half, right? Um, plug it in or it's always stays plugged in but it asks for an update update it it updates and then it just stays on the logo screen that starts up and you just see like the logo screen gives a shimmer every two seconds shimmer Mm -hmm. so it's cycling shimmer Shimmer. yeah shimmer it's the the wheel on the old apple the wheel yeah it's the wheel and i'm watching this thing i'm like what the fuck Put in another TV, plug, do all this stuff, try and update it, and it's totally won't connect. So, like, they say, I look up online, can you do a restart with the remote? But it's not even in a mode where it can detect you that can a remote control it. sees it. So, I get online with a customer service rep. Hey, by the way, keep in mind, a Fire Stick, whichever one we have, is like 35 bucks. That's all. You stream mm-hmm. all your shit, it's 35 bucks. I'm on with a representative who has me going through all the shit you go through. Did you unplug it? Is the connection tight? Did you do a reset on the remote? And I'm like, yes, yes, it doesn't connect. Da, da, da. And it finally gets to the point where they're like, yep, looks like it's broken. We looked into your account and you don't, it's not covered by anything. So I'll tell you what we can do. When you want to buy a new one, we're going to give you 10% off. And I went, Thanks. okay, thank you. Got off my chat, and the easiest thing for me to do, the convenient thing for me to do, would go. I'm gonna order this Fire Stick, and I'm gonna have ten percent off here tomorrow. But I'm just never going to use Fire Stick ever again. I have an old PlayStation, 
I, I'm, <laughs> that I'm digging out. I'm going to have to do some updates. She might have a little hitch in the get-along. I have a shitty, weird unit that they only made to give away free to TVs that w- works horribly called the Sony mm-hmm. Funbox. Uh, that you want, we only use for Blu-ray because all the apps are like really janky. And so we have these other devices. I was like, all of those are a pain in my ass, but Amazon sold me something that internally broke with their update and they didn't send me this thing that cost them 10 cents to make because they just want to, they did it to a million people. Yeah. Well, it's like I told you about before we left to visit my parents on Christmas, we thought that there was like a downed power line or like oh, we yeah, were being right. scanned because That's when we right. moved the TV into this area, it kept dying. But if you left it on the other side of the room, it worked. Right. So we were like, what is there like a loose wire in the wall? Is it like electromagnetism? What is it? And I know I covered it on the podcast, but what it was, was the remote for that fire stick when it was in range stopped the fire stick from working amazing amazing and it was on a chair so when i lifted the tv up it would go out and moved it it was out of range because the arm of the chair but then when i moved it in front of the chair it was in range and it would fucking stop immediately so that is the thing works but the it was programmed to tell it not to and there you go something in there was just like yeah just tell it not to work so they're like buy a new remote buy a new fire stick if it yeah if it was anybody else it would you would have just thrown it away right but ash and i were like no Mm -hmm. we well a we were leaving town and we were like we don't want our the the house we're renting to burn to the ground without having mentioned hey i think a wire shorted or something Mm mm-hmm because we thought it was the plug, so I'm plugging yeah, in course. fans and lights, and I was like, "It's the plug's fine." That's what you. That's where your brain is, right? To repair, it's got to be yeah. something mechanical, not something that they purposely incorporated, or maybe, or just purposely the looked like, the yeah. other way. Amazon made Amazon is worth one trillion dollars. They can afford the best engineers in the world, the best materials in the world. They could make a fire stick. That could last, uh, they could make an everlasting gobstopper of a fire stick. Yeah. You'd have to pay $300 for it, but they would cover it forever. And most likely most people would never have to get it serviced. They they Mm -hmm. could, there's no doubt they could do that. We have a, there's a truck from our family farm that's now on my brother's property. It's an old Ford from like 1949. It is a fucking tank. There is minimal rust on it. It is entirely put to like it is never, you know, you just take care of it. Yeah. And you look under the hood and it's a monster like in like the power and everything. Mm-hmm. But you could you can take you it could apart and fix reverse it. engineer it if you knew nothing about cars. Just looking at it, you go, this thing seems to be where my problem is because you go A to B to C to D. Mm-hmm. All right. There's something between D and F. All right. Let me find yeah. that part. And this hooks oh, wow, that, with one bolt, two yeah. bolts. That's a pretty universal bolt. I'll put this coil in and we're up and running. You know what I mean? Right. And that's my big thing is why, because of all this bullshit, why I, well, there are many reasons why I don't, don't trust it. But the main one, like a Tesla. Right. Because the guy that, the owner of the bar I work at has one. 
and he's brought to work and he's like showing us that like it's cool it's very cool of course it's cool in the way like ash gave me a new ipad that i can fucking draw on and do art fucking cool so amazing cool. i love it technology is fantastic beautiful but i get maybe that makes me a 20 20th century man like something you depend on to in a pinch put your family in and go if you have to in an emergency i do not trust a fucking tesla i do not trust an iphone oh i to see be what able because i can't get someone to fix it right and sure. it is the more i read about it like you can pay guys to to jailbreak your your tesla oh, the yeah. way they do a car so that you can turn the whole dashboard into a tv yeah yay cool but also no if they can do it anybody can do they've it. proven and what if it stops have. working yes you, how do you go anywhere have you heard about people jailbreaking their tesla so you can put your tesla in short burst interval intervals of um driverless cruise control yeah but yeah, people yeah. are jailbreaking it so there's no time so limit just on drives? it so there was a guy i think this was in oh, england who jailbroke it and took a nap he had enough confidence to take a nap but what yeah, happened he was on boy. a he had it set a certain way where your tesla when you're in this mode jailbreak or not it's detecting everything around you and it's keeping up with the traffic or if there's no traffic, it's taking advantage of that and going. And he was in traffic. He fell asleep. The traffic dissipated. So his car just picked up. And so he's speeding now. Mm-hmm. And these cops just see this Tesla zip by without Fucking anybody in the driver's seat because he was fully extended back napping. You can't take a Homer Simpson nap. He Homer I Simpson mean, a nap. Slight, a slight recline I get. Full on. You might as well be in the back seat. That's it. No. With the fucking sleeping bag. So they had to pull this guy over, figure out how to get him pulled over, and he was just fucking sleeping. <sighs> Tell me they took that billy club to that guy. <laughs> I hope so. Just to, like, uh, unplug his car so I could beat the shit out of right, this guy. Right, right. Oh, like, man. I don't, like, because you can't fix that car. No. And what happens when you are behind on a payment for insurance? Oh, Tesla just goes update. Car don't work. Oh yeah, you can't even drive anywhere to get like you. You it completely and totally. You're controlled, Casey, and that's the same thing with with the charging station is, and that's why like like you. I feel like vehicles will need gasoline, just because that allows you the freedom of movement to like if you have to go off the road, right? Or something. Talking Jurassic Park, you need that gas jeep. Yeah. Because if you, like, the Teslas will tell you, like, if you p- plug in your trip, it plans your trip around charging stations. Sure. sure of course. It but has to, yeah. once you hit a spot where there's no charging station, you're like, oh, sorry, I guess we're not going to, you know, Cincinnati. No charging state. You know, like, you're totally hobbled if your destination is without of range of a charging station. I think you're being you're a completely unfair to Musk. He's an honorable man. I think mm. he would delight in personally turning off people's cars, like Scrooge, just digitally, his digital it's Bitcoin giant. chip stacking them up. Who hasn't paid their payment? Um, off! Off! <laughs> yeah, just a big screen. Do you think there will be bidding wars, just like old timey days, like put a little money under the table? I want that railroad to go through Aberdeen and not Watertown. 
Hey, Ike, oh, I want that highway to go through wars. Mitchell. And then all these towns just disappear yeah. and become ghost towns because they don't have the charging I mean, stations. If you, well, if they can do these trucks like they want to do, the digital trucks, like the driverless trucks. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, which, yeah, which they will. That shit has to go to a, a charging station. Mm-hmm. So that totally is just the, you know, Railroads 2.0. Right, like, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, Watertown, you're 20 miles out of the way. Yeah, we're not stopping there. Mm-hmm. I guess it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter because if there's no driver in it, there's really no commerce. Like a train is like full of people, and oh, we're stopping, get off, like peruse it our does, wares though, here. And... If you have a warehouse in Watertown and you need to utilize trucking, that's true. You want to be on this load main, on, load on yeah. Load, yeah. Um, I heard. Yeah, totally. I never thought about like a neo. Watertown. If you think about Watertown, it's such a blue collar factory town. Oh, if that got that hub. Rail. That, well, that here's the thing. I was listening to um, a guy break down the infrastructure bill, or mm-hmm. uh, excuse me, kind of breaking that down, but more importantly, breaking down the infrastructure projects that are going around the country. There has been a big yeah. project in this country is amazing. Um, there has been a project in the works for like 15 years to put a high speed rail from Los Angeles to San oh, yeah. Francisco. Sorry. Yeah, over. I will give you this, Casey. How much do you think it costs per mile, has it cost per mile to build this rail, which currently they they anticipated being done by now, LA to San Francisco. They have, it's something, it, they have like 10 miles done like from like Bakersfield yards. to Mayettesville or something, the most rural area. How much do you think it's, the reason it's not done is one, because of all these restrictions and regulations which we can right, talk the about. land rights. Um, we need a Robert Moses over there. He got shit done. It's not land rights. It's more like there's a lot of restrictions. Because they're arguing. Because I, I heard someone talk about it. And it had to do with like municipal bidding wars in like like the the saddest thing possible. And that was kind of the crux of the conversation. Is like I believe it was Bakersfield, and that has a prison. Mm-hmm. So they are fighting to like like the rail has to stop here. Because people need to come visit their family. So this train has to stop here. Gotcha. And the people on the train are like, no, this is a sexy high-speed rail. Right. I don't want criminal families visiting their criminal. We're going to San Diego. And they're like, well, then they're, then, they're like, well, then fuck you. You can't build it here. Right. Well, and then on top of that, it's just like rich-ass people. Like, no, no, no. You can't build it here unless I get, you know, a fucking million dollars. It was... <sighs> You wish it was also it's also this person um, surmises that proposes that also it's the cronyism of all the politicians that said, like, here's who I here's we need project managers on this. Oh, I went to prep school with Joni and I know Roni and let, let, what do they know about high speed rails? And they send them to Paris, which has an amazing high speed rail system. And they send yeah, them to yeah, Madrid, yeah. which has an amazing transit system, and Berlin and Japan, you know, Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And, but they yeah. they just go there and go on vacation. They're like, dang, these things are fast. And then they come home and they go, Paris is good. And then they go, let's build one like Paris without doing. And they did this without doing any of the research of. We have mountains. We have different structures. We have these places that just totally went in blind, which in Paris, it costs somewhere around $252 million per mile or 
put it in um, metric or whatever. Um, yeah. To build these high speed rails, it sounds crazy, but actually reasonable. In yeah. California, for this rail that hasn't even been built, it's one point five billion dollars per mile. It is so outrageous! Oh my god! Isn't Holy that wild? Shit. That's wild. And in New York, just trying to build that, what is it, the Second Avenue line? The Second Avenue, yeah. It's right there with the same cost. It's been, what, 25 years? It is. They've been working on it? So, yeah, they can pass a trillion dollar infrastructure bill, but they're going to build, you know, from Watertown to Brookings because it's going to cost a billion dollars. Like, nobody has. They're just. Holy shit. um, You know, just. I didn't realize that was that astronomical of accruing cost and it it comes back to like the uh acceptance and expectations like we should all be furious about i didn't know about that until yesterday and it's been going on for 15 years second avenue line 25 years i guess i knew somewhat about like that was a bloated project but like why are we just like yeah cool 1.5 billion bad of course of course we got tammany hall all over but they're just wearing yeah. fancy suits and they, yeah, they got their Apple watches. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just as bad. They're just not wearing the, the, uh, the Tammany, the diamond lapel pin. Right. Yeah. They have the newest iPhone and the fucking Tesla car. Right. Right. It's just a different show or something. Or we were, yeah, I, maybe it's the same. Like we're just also fascinated with like greed and. Uh, oh that's showedness that we that's a perfect transition because i i know we've talked about it on the podcast because ash and i talked about this was before harvey was born either Mm. right when she was born we got in this conversation about the eddie murphy eddie murphy movie distinguished gentleman yeah sure so you're like oh cool let's watch it try to find it streaming couldn't find it like okay fine whatever it was like i'll just you know try and order it doesn't exist Hmm. Didn't exist. The only thing I could find was a laser disc, Boomerang? which I bought for her for Christmas because okay. I thought it was funny. It's the only thing I could find. So that was three years ago. Okay. So now finally, we again we you know we watched Coming to America two, and we were talking about Eddie Murphy and the talking about politics. And Ash was like, "I really want to watch Distinguished Gentleman again. Let's look." So finally, we found it. Got the DVD. Mm-hmm. Uh, that movie is like brain candy in the fact that it has only gotten more sad and relevant since I watched it as a kid. Really? And some of the jokes, like, I remember the movie, but uh, obviously the jokes were were way over my head because it's all like... But it's Eddie Murphy. Silly. Like, I laughed at Eddie Murphy doing all his cool characters and voices. Exactly. Um, And you miss all of, like, it's such a good movie like and it's all about graft it's all about and the sad part is i we watch it and i was like i guarantee you most of the people who are now in politics watch this movie and went oh yeah Ah, i want to do what he does sure because the whole premise of the movie is eddie murphy and his crew are like pulling a scam at this rich guy's house and it ends up being a political fundraiser and he's like Pulls the scam and they get caught, so he's hiding and he overhears that this politician, like, the shady deal that they're doing. Uh-huh. And he's just like, god damn, dude, like, now that's some cla- high-class fucking con artist right. right there. Right, the Mr. Smith goes to Washington situation. Okay. Uh, So, 
after he's like, if we could only get in on that, get in on that action. And then, uh, the, uh, I think Richard Garner, uh, um, the actor uh, from Maverick Garner, but I don't think it's Richard James Garner. Yeah. James Garner. He plays this fucking shit heel Southern politician. And his name is, uh, Jefferson Davis. Johnson. Beautiful. You, oh, uh, beautiful. Total scumbag. Piece of shit. Dies having sex with the, cheating on his wife so he dies but eddie murphy's name is uh thomas jefferson johnson (laughs) Ah. so he's like i got it that's i'm gonna scam my way in and he just uses you know jeff johnson sure and just totally steals his whole thing so if trump died and your name was you know donald john trump and you're like oh i'm just gonna steal so he steals his whole thing gets in and his whole goal is just to become the biggest political scumbag in the entire world Make every deal say yes to every. So it's such a cool. It is very much Mr. Smith goes to Washington, but modern. Right. Because he starts out as a rogue and it's just like, so you learn about like, you know, lobbyists and like how you get on these like appropriations panels. Like it's so interesting and funny. And you're like, oh, God, this is so gross. That's so true. It's hit so close to home. Yeah, it's worth checking out. Holds up, hilarious, but how can sad we? How as well. can we check it out? You got the DVD. You, but it's I think just you got to buy the DVD. So support this movie. Is it a is it a Garfield holiday specials DVD situation? How much does it's the a DVD, decent one? How much? How much does the DVD? I mean, I think it was like uh, twelve bucks. Oh, it's not bad. I went. It's uh, not like a major like. You're not paying like 30 bucks for a Criterion. Well, I'm telling you, so Meg and I years ago got the Garfield Holiday, which you can now stream on Amazon, but this was before even Prime Video, uh, Holiday DVD. It was like 10 bucks. You get Christmas, you get Halloween, you get the whole shebang. And then it got scratched, so I went to buy another one, and I don't know if they didn't reprint. And it was a shitty, like, you know, there wasn't wasn't a lot of frills to it. It was $200 to get the DVD across <laughs> the board. I was like, God damn it. So um, sometimes those DVDs, even that just uh, supply and demand, they just didn't make enough of them or they were bootlegged and you just got to find one of the bootlegs. It's like I, I was looking at a, a thing yesterday. There is a Warren G. Harding, Calvin Coolidge, and Cox. It's called a Jugget. Jugate, or ju- jugget? I think it's Jugget. I always pronounce it wrong. Anytime you have both the people on the ticket on one pin, mm-hmm. it's called a Jugget or whatever. Jugget. So that's kind of how they delineate in the political collecting world. And there's one with Harding, uh, Coolidge, and then this guy, Cox. I can't think of his first uh, his other name, but um, or his full name. There's only three known in the world. And the show I was watching, they were just going through this person's collection and a guy that knows everything, which is, yeah, well, these are fun. But we'll probably sell them as a collection, you know, get a few hundred bucks for him. And he's like, derp, dunk. He's like, that's a $25,000 button. He's just like, what? Oh, so great. <laughs> so funny. You, you just mentioned like a antiques, like your story reminded me of Antiques Roadshow. And I just saw this article this morning when Harvey and I got up and I was like, this seems so absurd. I have to read this article. And it is about this guy who's like a a lawyer but now he's an art collector Mm -hmm. but he collects so it's like if 
to be as famous as Kanye West is, this guy who has money and is a lawyer was watching Antiques Roadshow. Okay. And this guy brought in art, but it's high school art. Okay. So I was like, I wish I could have seen this episode of Antiques Roadshow. So apparently the Antiques Roadshow guy is like, okay, you know, like, you know, it's like Mr. Burns with the shovel foot and it's <laughs> right. Jack Nicholson, uh, a charcoal drawing of Jack Nicholson. Uh, it turns out it was Kanye West's artwork oh, from man. high school. Oh, man. And I zoomed in on the picture because I was so, I wanted to see, and it is very art school-y looking like cool like rendering drawings, but very high school art. Sure. And the 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 antiques roadshow guy was like, uh, yeah, this is sixty thousand to one hundred twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> easy, amazing. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. So he says that it turns out the guy got this from Kanye West's mom estate because he was married to like his mom's cousin. Yeah, yeah sure. Gotcha. So he just got a bunch of stuff from his mom's estate and then. Project Teach Roadshow. So he knew it was Kanye West, apparently. But this guy was watching it and went, I love Kanye West. I must have it. Don't tell me. So he paid like a quarter of a million yeah. dollars yeah. for, you know, like a drawing of Superman and Batman that Kanye West did in the 11th grade. That you have led us to an amazing topic, Casey. Have you heard of NFTs? non-fungible tokens oh i have just a little bit and i know it has to do with art or something like you're selling i can give you a breakdown that i didn't come to okay, myself because I, I listened to a planet money on it a non-fungible token mm-hmm. fungible a fun word all it's that like a means is thing. all that means is transferable so it's a non-transferable yeah. digital file let's just call it file yeah. because it can be anything and mm-hmm. so it uses the blockchain, which Bitcoin does. So it follows, it, it's linked to this blockchain. So you will always know that the person that has this NFT has the original NFT, right? Mm-hmm. And I will, and, and where it came from. And so you can trace it exactly to the buyer and right to the yeah. purchase. Yeah, yeah. Although blockchain's interesting because blockchain technically is pretty dangerous because it actually blocks payment with bitcoin but that's a that's got to be a separate kind of thing um so a non-fungible token is anything online so casey if you do a piece of digital art one time you can go to this like well christie's does it now but it started it's this main digital auction house Mm -hmm. and you say this is my nft this is my mr burns the shovel foot i'm bringing yes i'm bringing some of our classic jp art yes exactly I i got you with the penis head farting 9-11 9-11 question mark. Yes, that's a non-fungible token. Although it's not because it already exists out there. No, it technically still is because all of those won't matter because they won't have the blockchain. So you, part of having this NFT is art world bragging rights. Casey, sure. you and I yeah, can go yeah. out there and buy a shitty starry, starry night from Barnes & Noble, put it in a nice frame, and I have the exact image of the person who has the real starry night Mm-hmm. in or the the museum that has it obviously yeah. there's texture and stuff but you know what i'm saying you know what yeah. i mean anybody can frame so it's Hans it is the receipt farting 9-11 right but for the like i love it you, i love it because the original you and i are just old enough that we can smell a scam because oh, you fool me once yeah. shame on you 
This is just a digital baseball card. Yeah. So oh. you're getting for me to pay for a receipt mm-hmm. for a picture on my computer. Yep. And then I can just be like, yo, Hansi, check out my FB. Look, but, like, here's a picture of, you know, like. But uh, Casey, yeah, you, you of, could put up the same picture and you wouldn't yeah. even at this point, you wouldn't even be liable for it. But you don't have the NFT. NFT. Right. Because so let me give you a couple examples of NFTs because they are. The bubble on this thing is like hubba bubba right now. It's I feel, beautifully I, I, inflated. I think I read John Cleese started an NFT for the Brooklyn Bridge. Sure. Yep. Uh, the NBA um, started That's creating started special dunks. Yeah, yeah. And you can buy LeBron James doing a sweet <laughs> dunk, an NFT, and people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. Gronk sold an NFT of him doing Ron Gronkowski, whatever the fuck his name is, sold like a mm. touchdown dance for $1 million to a buyer. Shut up. No, no. And people are doing it. So get this, though. The so guy, it's a GIF? He sold a million dollar GIF? NFT. And I'll get to where JP comes in here soon. Um, Thank God. There's a digital artist named Beeple. Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. Nothing no. wrong with this. This guy's... This guy. If you JP can make material. money with this, like fuck yeah, my my gears are turning, but I'm just too slow. So this guy is a digital artist, but he's done. He does other shit because up until now, as a digital artist, maybe you design websites and stuff, but as digital art, creating something for the internet, does not really have a market because Casey can take the gif. Anybody could do that, right? So this guy Beeple, his artist name, um. The creative name, whatever. He made it, took a goal upon himself. Every day I'm going to create a new piece of digital art. I don't know what it's going to be when I wake up. I don't know when I'm going to put it out there, but I know within these 24 mm-hmm. hours, a new piece of digital art. And he got some traction on his Instagram and whatever. And then NFTs come out. And he's kind of known as this digital artist now who puts out one thing every day. So Christy sees this website and says, like, there's something going on with this non-fungible token stuff. Oh, yeah. this guy's a digital. This guy's a kind of got a bunch of followers. Let's go to Beeple and let's see what he thinks about doing something for us. And he sends them something and it's yeah. something like farting butt cheeks with wings. And they're like, not really our speed. And then he comes up with the idea. Yeah. He says, all right. You need I've... a sick dunk. Right. <laughs> he says, I put out a piece of digital artwork every day for the last five years. I am going to make a collage with or not even a collage. I'm going to make a sequence of all of those images on one file as my NFT. So you can own, mm-hmm. and you don't own one of them. You own the collection of all of these in one collection, yeah. not to flip through as one collage image. Christie's oh, is like, so like yeah. you know, little tiny pieces. You can zoom. Mm-hmm. Think of it like a Hieronymus Bosch, right? Where there's so oh, much going can... on, and you go, oh, I want to look in that corner. Oh, that's an egg farting semen. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, yeah. so this guy sells it at Christie's, right? They they try and sell it at Christie's. They find a market for it. How much do you think this fucking guy Beeple sold this NFT for? Uh, for Christie's first auction for NFTs. <sighs> See, now I have to gauge if it's over or under the Gronk dance. Go for it. I want it to be hilariously small, but I feel like it's going to be like $5 million. Casey, this NFT sold for $65 million. It is the 
It's the Get third the most fuck. expensive piece of Ow. art sold by a living artist at Christie's. And now I told you I was going to go back to the blockchain. As part of blockchains and these NFTs, the original creator gets 10% of every sale that this piece of art, this never happened in the art world, ever sells. So the guy who bought this for $65 million might for down the road million. say, holy shit, I think this first non-fungible token thing is worth $100 million. Let's take yeah. it to Christie's. That guy, get Beeple, gets 10% of that. Or even think about this. What? NFTs bubbled pops. Amazing. And this guy goes, yeah. well, I had this. I'm going to take a bath. I sold it for $10 million. That guy gets, still gets 10% so of that $10 million. Damn. Damn. That's cool. Holy shit. Isn't that like so you're still making even blowing? Oh, man. Holy shit. And Beeple lives in like Lansing. Like in a condo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. He's playing Xbox and making art. Just like I heard, he sounds like a really best cool life. dude. But talk it's so, about it's so crazy. You're talking. You mentioned that non fungible token and art thing. There's this um, this fantastic documentary on Netflix now. It's called uh, Made You Look. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen. Did it. you uh, have I, you I'm watched it? No, I'm just familiar with it. Uh, it's it's excellent, and it gets into that, which is so funny. You're talking about non fungible token and like the hand, like it gets into how art passes through people's hands because it's not a spoiler alert it's about the like, counterfeit yeah. a bunch of counterfeit um art and like how it made it into the scene and like how it came to prominence and like uh and so it's fascinating just the being able to trace where these things come from and how they prove it i think it's called provence so it's, it's a, a fancy term for who owned it who bought it where oh, it came sure. from who bought it after that who got it after you that. follow the the, you the, follow you the know, lineage the, which is crazy because you fall, it's the, it's talk about lobbying the art world and all the art that was stolen from victims of the Holocaust. And they can trace it directly back to these families and have images. And they, mm-hmm. there's just all these protections that exist for these museums in the art world where they're like, oh, that's so sad. No. We own it. it you know, it's inter- like now that you're talking about the non-fungible token, because it kind of is the reason... They, as you watch it, they don't really ex- explain exactly why they picked like abstract expressionism, like Pollock's and sure. um, Rothko's and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it had to do with like that. It's that sweet spot in time because it starts in the 80s. So that's like 30 ish years since these guys were making art. Right. So it's more recent. To where you can be like, oh, I found this painting in a barn. Sure. You know, like sure. you, the the timeline is close enough where it's like, oh, cool. Whereas if you were recreating a, a, a you know, Rembrandt. It doesn't seem like, so far No, 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 no. That, how did that end up in Nyack, New Jersey? Right. For 200 years. But it, then it also is like, why these painters? And it gets into that sort of like. What is the worth of abstract art? Because Ash and I got into this conversation, and it was one of those things. Is like I never appreciated those guys mm-hmm. in high school art class or in college art class, and it wasn't until you see those paintings up close absolutely, because you absolutely. have to you have to see them. If you see them, like the reproduction of the thing sucks everything out of it, absolutely, and it looks just like. Five brush strokes. What you would do. Yeah. Or a bunch yeah. of splatter. Mm-hmm. 
and try and recreate it yourself. You you have a better stroke than me, but I I went to a museum in Switzerland and saw, I think it was Rothko. They had a little exhibit and I was totally Mm -hmm. blown away. And you and I have have the same art aesthetic, especially like in high school and when we were younger of who we respected with artists. And I was the same way. I wasn't, I wasn't into this like abstract or minimalism or anything. And I was like, whoa. So I went home. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to do a, I'm going to Rothko the shit out of this. And it was infuriatingly inferior. Obviously everybody knew I was going to say mm-hmm. that, but it was just, I could, it wasn't even enjoyable. I, you know, you could, you, I could have been more tedious. Like I like to yeah. think I had a wild breaststroke, which is fun and you can do that. But like even the tedium and doing like a perfect, it just, you just, it just doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't grab you. Yeah. And it and it's what's so cool is like once you get into that minutia of this art world when you're like trying to pick a park up a Mark Rothko and some of his most famous ones are just two blocks of color Absolutely. seemingly two blocks of color on top of two larger blocks of color. But they're but the blend yeah. Mm-hmm. But when once you if you see them in per you're like, Oh wow, the depth and like the evenness of the stroke uh-huh. and the layer But you get into like these experts who are valuing these paintings? <laughs> like it's funny we're just talking about these non fungible tokens because he's the guy who recreated them. Like is a master in his own right if he can do it and trick these people. But then you're also like, what? Like these things seem so effortless that it's so hard to you know. Like if you think about a Dutch master, you're like, yeah, that's a juicy looking pomegranate next to a real a nice, nice lobster. lobster yeah. <laughs> Like, it's very literal. Like, I'm a very literal artist. Like, that's, I look at it, and it's a thing, and I'm like, that's cool, the, the thing. Precision, you take the light yeah, into it. The light in Because But then once you get into the abstract, it's silly to say, it gets abstract, because you're, like, you have these experts going, like, definitely Marth Rothko. You can tell by this, it looks this way. And it's they're perfect, full of shit. And it's fake. Yeah. Yeah. But they've made it so far in the scene, like, living off of the art scene with not being well, in the it. art, like yeah. being an artist, you just get sucked into the, you want it to be. It's such a great, you want to be that close to it. You want to have helped find a new lost, beautiful piece of art. The art world is such a great microcosm of everything we're talking about, of this broader spectrum of everybody selling you a bill of goods. And it is such bullshit. And if you want to take a bite of that apple, go ahead but there's a lot of people out there that are shining that apple full of fake jam for it's, you. It, like, and a lot of it is just a lot of fucking, you're buying like hype. You're buying the snake. You're buying like, and that's what it took me getting in going to art school. I was like, a lot of it is BS. But, but, so but, you're, you're, you're paying $10 million for what this person made. But most of that is because it's just this person. What's cr- You're buying the experience of this person. What's amazing and- about that to me and, and taking the money out of it. And this is Henning's cough, cough, all right? Because for me, <laughs> and we talk about it on here, but I generally love it. I always go back to, you know, um, a mechanical dildo bicycle machine with clown arms yeah. throwing pies at a toilet. That is its thing. You can make it as technical mm-hmm. and perfect and as like running on a loop as possible and painted and beautiful. The that's what I I 
it's hard for me to differentiate what I love more. The absurdity of the art scene as the art. The the art to me might be those two boneheads looking at that, going, oh, the you can tell it's a Rothko because the dildo oh has cream. You know, like, it's just like, that's the <laughs> no. art to me. Like, sitting there and experiencing that is almost as good as looking at that crazy thing. Or the art to me is thinking about and going, who is this guy? The art to me is going home and reading about this guy. And most likely, like it was my favorite. There's this guy, Joseph Cornell. You know, he did the bird boxes. He did all these amazing, awesome blotches. And you're like, these are kind of wild and nuts. And it's always got Lana Turner and all this stuff. and, And But you read about him. And you don't know what you expect. The art to me is you find out he's a guy who lived with his mother until he was 75, you know, his entire life. And when his mother died, he didn't know what to do. But he was still a famous artist at the time living in his mother's basement in, you know, Chaperone, New Jersey or whatever. It's like, (laughs) it's amazing. That is that. It's so crazy because, yeah, I can see a technical lobster, you know, or that British painting of the monkey grabbing a hot Mm. coil off a stove or whatever. And it's like. Yeah, that's technical and great, but like I want to find out what the art to me is why that artist got beheaded because he painted the queen wrong. No, and that you get into like we kind of forget the reason art exists is because of patronage. Yeah. So yeah. art is also influenced by who's paying for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is like the headwind. So it's like we're talking about Dutch masters and it's like back when it you could sell your house for a box of lemons because mm-hmm. they were yeah. so rare. You have a rich guy pay another dude to spend six months painting a beautiful table full of lemons so that when other rich people come over, he's like, ha, look at this. Those are those hey, lemons I had a few months ago. Fucking lemons. You know how much lemons are? This much. You know how much that is? More than those lemons. Idiot. You got can this I get a, in your house, fucker. Can I get a lemonade then, sir? I'm broke. <laughs> yeah. Have some tap water. Have choose. some unboiled unboiled stream water. Don't no, let me get off you, Go ahead, go ahead. Don't let me get off no, NFTs though. Don't let me get off NFT. It gets it gets you to what you said. It's like once you start moving to that abstraction, it's like then you then you are meeting artist patron sort of clash. Because you're like, you're the patron, I'm the artist. I'm like, what can I, um, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to take the urinal from the old saloon, (laughs) fill it with glitter, (laughs) and, um, write a Bible passage on it. And I show it to you, (laughs) and you go, hmm. That's an NFT. I think that's a urinal full of glitter, a Bible passage on it. And then you put it in your house after paying me a ton of money for it to get your friends to come over. Uh-huh. And they're like, what the fuck is that? And you're like, you don't get it, oh, idiot. Bro. You know, like, it's just to show your chest, bump your chest. If you're that rich, you're just. And and it's a way je- to yeah, such a personality gauge, too, and a crony gauge. This got to get back to NFTs. But I'm, I just listened to this book on Louis the 16th on the Sun King 14th. Um, he used to do this thing to his cronies in his court where he would write like letters to himself. Yeah. And like would 
basically just show I don't, I don't exactly I can't exactly recall what they entailed, but he would show a crony in his court and he'd be like, read this letter by this idiot. What a fool. He can't even write, you know, eloquently. And then his crony would read it and go, yes, who is this boob? What a fool. And he'd go, I wrote it. And he'd like, let me see it again. I must have missed something. And you're just like, oh, I love it. That's and then that's such a great part too. Like I it's so funny. I would love to you 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 think these fools spending all this money. I don't know if I had a ton of money, I'd love to have all these amazing art pieces, but then I'd make a few of my own and kind of sneak a few yeah. of those in and just have the conversation and that's the art. Speaking of art, NFTs does not have to yeah. be vi- yeah, yeah. visual. See where I'm going with this? Oh, I see. You could own a one of a kind. You can own a one-of-a-kind audio file. And this is not out of the realm of possibility. That's crazy world we live in. Holy crap. We can create a non-fungible, an NFP, a non-fungible podcast. (laughs) This is not. (laughs) People have done audio tracks. No, no, no. From a at least performance visual wise we can do an nfs a non-fungible sketch and put it on this website this auction house which anybody can put anything on anybody and people can bid on it you open it up so i say jerk practice if you're listening henning mitch justy greg anthony whatever we need to create a non-fungible jerk practice audio sketch or pod or whatever and we need to go and see if we can beeple the fuck baby. out of this jerk practice. Most likely mm. no in our history, but Beeple didn't make a dime off of his daily digital. Well, We're sure, coming up right? on the 200th for all those listeners. We're coming up on the it's gotta 200th have a, episode. Like 35,000 hours or something stupid. <laughs> it's amazing. 3,500 or something. Doesn't have to have sizzle. No one will know. It's non-fungible an Non-fungible sketch. Only fungi. Only I our like non-fungible... It listener i like it and this is not because our listeners should not buy our non-fungible no. or you can of course but we love all our listeners and this baby's probably gonna go hot it's gonna go high market so if you're bidding on it and she goes up people want, levels say you know don't go broke i want this non-fungible sketch on bob dylan's ipad right right uh, he's got a he's got a cool billion coming in for his catalog so he's got some shelf space so for some non-fungible we, sketches. We can non-fungible something. We need to, you and I, we need to brainstorm how to funge. Start. Because we can put that with shit the premium. Because <laughs> Oh, and that's I what I was going to say. The thing about it is, like, technically even owning this shit, like the NBA sold all these amazing dunks, right? Yeah. To people for hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not, again, millions of dollars for a LeBron dunk. Mm-hmm. Do you think the NBA is going to allow these people to have a website where people can go view Just an NBA dunk? dunk? Fuck and no. Also, they are not going to let you profit off that dunk. Off the table from like if we're if I'm getting my ESPN cassette of the best dunks of 2020, <laughs> I got a blank spot on there because some some no, jerk off in haven't. Oklahoma owns my owns the dunk. The NBA owns the dunk. That guy just owns the NFT of the dunk. And there's only one of those. 
but in any other form. <laughs> I love it. You're just selling him a fucking it's nuts. Nothing. It's You're nuts. selling him nothing. It is so wow. wild. So we got to get in on this bubble. You guys can, if you buy our NF sketch, only one person you can. keep that baby. You keep, you put that, make that your ringtone, oh, play it right. at your party. That's the thing. You physically get it. I'll send you a tape. Whoever buys the NFT, you got to share it. Yeah. You got to share it. You can't put it in a closet like it's the beginning of 8mm. You can't. And just take it out in a dark room every now and then. You can't if you want to. Who's yeah. that, like, villain that went to jail and now is out because of Corona? Like, Richard Scarnese or something? The guy who tried Scalary. to sell. The guy who tried to sell. The right drug like diabetes medicine for hundred for twenty thousand dollars. Scarnicky, pharma bro. Yeah, pharma yeah. bro. Well, he bought the. It's kind of a literal version of an NFT. Wu Tang put out one, pressed one oh. album that was a yes, gold okay. album that only was recorded on this one piece of medium, and he Why bought put it. The, put the like shit on the Voyager. Something. I don't yeah. let Scalari buy it. Yes, yeah, put yeah. in his fucking Brooklyn apartment. Uh, and he, that was his thing. He said something. He's like, "I'm gonna melt it down for a buckle or something." Like a fucking, <laughs> of course, like a George Washington a shoe buckle, buckle. <laughs> knee buckle. <laughs> we gotta get. We gotta get on uh, NFT. We could. We got so much good. I mean, maybe we can finally profit off p- toilet pie. It's NFT. It. I agree. It's about time. That's been a, the American dream pie. That's been floating around the old. Let's do it. Coconut for a while. I got some old footage throw up there. And that's what they're <laughs> talking about. Also, now is people saturating the market. Like, people's fine, but he's like, yeah. Taco Bell's starting to like put out like crunch meme NFTs. Like, we're going down fast. You gotta k- so get. Let's, gotta let's get make a couple bucks quick. Yeah, we gotta get I'll in t- make gear my twenty before, bucks uh, before um. Uh, Pod Save America, you know, does a Bernie NFT <laughs> or whatever. All profits go to them, of course. Like, there's no... No, of course not. Oh, I'm not man. giving it to Georgia. <laughs> um, well, so I guess, should we leave them with that? Should we leave them salivating? Leave them counting their, counting their bills? Putting it aside for that NFT? I guess, yeah. NFP? Pinch those pennies for some NFT. This is possibly what you could be buying. You don't know. It's a mystery box. Oh, yeah. This could be the NFT. We should <laughs> hit stop what you just and record, it, record a new one. <laughs> the lost episode. That's meta shit. Beeple, eat your heart out. We got you, Beeple. Man, and you never know. You just never know. Nobody would ever. It depends on if somebody, you know. Technically, if somebody didn't want to share their experience of our NFP, Nobody would know what's on it if it was funny, if we were right. purposely trying not to be funny, to be funny. Oh, see, that's that's the monkey paw of the NF. It is. Non-fungible yeah. sketch. It's probably going to be the best work we've ever done. Some supervillain like Scolari buys it or it goes, it sucked. Or it's gonna, like, no, oh, it was good. <laughs> or it's going to be a rework of uh, George Tecumseh Sherman's tuxedo <laughs> shoes. Finally, <laughs> gets a rework. With a nice music bed underneath. Oh, yeah. you make yeah. it beautiful. I mean, or I just put all of our podcasts into one, all of our episodes <laughs> into one it. file. Right. It's like people. <laughs> one terabyte <laughs> file. <laughs> oh, you can just, you can just fast forward to any section you'd ever want to <laughs> listen to. <laughs> we beepled them. We jeepled them. 
Jay peopled them. Jay pulled. Jay pulled. Yeah. Nice. You've been Jay pulled. That's how we got to end it. You've been Jay pulled. Well, the, on the Jay pull. No, on I got to edit that out. You can't put a Jay pull on the freebie. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Jay pulled is out. I'll bleep it. I'll bleep it. They won't know what the closer for the the NFP is. <laughs> NFJP. <laughs> But for now, we love you, and there's nothing you can do about and there it. There is not a dang thing you do about it. This one's free. This one's and free. always will be. Get that. Get that. Get that NFT before the vaccine kills you. <laughs> Enjoy it now. Before your short. ears fall off. <laughs> uh, it's just corroded my eardrums. My podcast listeners. <laughs> you got to use some CLR in there. Now I have to go back to normal television. <laughs> oh, but television isn't television. You gotta go uh closed caption. <laughs> yeah. That was rude, I guess. Some some people like closed <laughs> now captions. Now I gotta read. <laughs> oh man. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Put that in your book. <laughs> what is it?